It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Vegas now three in, a, three in a row on the road through this five-game road trip. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And Dan, will start from the crease on out. Yuri Patera, his NHL debut, and it is a win. What would you think of his game? Well, when the game starts and the first look he gets right, gets him right in the helmet, and his helmet yeah. pops off and everything is, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, can you imagine what's going through his mind in that moment? You know, he's got the, um, you know, the, the rookie lap, the solo lap out there. The team did not have a morning skate today, but he did skate. You know, the coaches talked to him and, hey, do you want to get out there? Do you want to skate? And he said, yes. They said, well, you're going to be the only guy. The 20 <laughs> other players uh, are here are not going to be skating. But he did, and perhaps that uh, allowed him to get a little bit more comfortable, the routine of the whole thing. And um, as things unfolded, you could see him get more and more comfortable. But he was ready. I mean, there, there was not a moment where he looked out of his league, I didn't think. And there were a couple of big saves. You heard um, his teammates talk about him in our in-game interviews, including Jonathan Marcheseau there on the postgame show. So uh, well-deserved. You know that the guys wanted the win for Yuri Patera. He's unlike some of the other guys who are newer to the organization. Jonathan mentioned it. Now, Yuri Patera was the backup goalie for the first-ever night's preseason game in Vancouver mm -hmm. all the way back in 2017. He'd just been drafted, and at the time, uh, he would have been, what, 18 years old? <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you think about it, he's been around, so there is a comfort factor there, but your first NHL game... To get a win, even though we gave up the lead, Ryan, I thought that he, he had a very strong first game in the National mm -hmm. Hockey League. Yeah, and you know, I, I like the, the Golden Knights' response after allowing that third goal. You go back, you get one, Pavel Dorofiev. Uh, for all the great chances that he had in this game, for it, his first career NHL goal and the eventual game winner to come off his face and in, uh, doesn't tell the whole story. I, I thought Dorofiev was fantastic tonight. Yeah, you're right. Gary mentioned it, you know, playing with William Carlson and Riley Smith, Jonathan Marsh, so described them as two amazing players, of course, who would want to play with them. Jonathan would know. And you could see the offensive instincts for Pavel, mm -hmm. you know, just connecting with those guys, knowing where to be in the offensive zone. I think that the, the point that Bruce Cassidy made earlier today putting Pavel in that spot as opposed to plugging him in fourth line right wing where Kolasar was, you're not going to trust Dorofiev in the same way you're going to trust Kolasar, put them in defensive zone starts, starting periods, etc. Dorofiev is an offensive player, led the Silver Knights in goals last year. You're going to put him in a position where he can be himself, which is in an offensive role with Smith and Carlson, plus you trust those two guys to be reliable if Pavel isn't quite as in sync with the Knights' defensive zone structure. So that would be the thing I would expect over time if Pavel gets many more games. Who knows how long uh, Kolasar might be out, if there are any other roster changes. Point is, if Dorofiev is in there, I think you have um, some built-in offensive instincts that he brings, connects well with Smith and Carlson. Then it'll just be a matter of sorting things out at the other end of the ice so that he can be even as effective there. But... Yeah, you said it right. It seemed like any time that that line was in the offensive yeah. zone, they were dangerous. 
And then you look at William Carlson. He, he's starting to cook for the Golden Knights. And, it, it, you know, the, the idea that he doesn't cheat the game, right, that, that when things aren't going well for him offensively or the chances aren't falling, his, his defensive game does not drop off. And now that the puck's going in for William Carlson, you, you start to look at how much he impacts the game in every situation. Tonight was one of those games where I thought William Carlson was a standout player. You said it. This is one of his better games in recent memory, which is not to say he's had bad games. Brett Houghton said it pretty well on the pregame show, Ryan, a real honest player, and he just gets the job done, does all the little things. He is successful. It's such a simple thing, but, like, the whole point in hockey is to win. <laughs> like, William Carlson is a successful hockey player. He's played 600 of these, regular season only. And if you were to go back, you could find a number of games that would epitomize what William Carlson has done for this organization. And today would be an example, as I've gone through the numbers a few times. This is it. If you saw this game in person, you would appreciate it even more than just the numbers in our descriptions. And I'll go back to what Bruce Cassidy said earlier today, that in comparing William Carlson to players he is more familiar with watching them day in and day out, he said Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. I mean, think about that. You know, Bruce knows Bergeron having coached him for more than five years in Boston, among the most highly respected players of his generation. And Bruce admitted, you know, when you don't see a guy day in and day out, you don't appreciate all of the little things that a player does. But now, having seen Carlson day in and day out to the tune of 67 games, and Will has played them all, you really do appreciate it, leading to that tremendous compliment. So now three wins in a row for the Vegas Golden Knights. They close out this five-game road trip on Tuesday against the Philadelphia Flyers. Any final thoughts? No, they better win it. I mean, the Flyers <laughs> are in disarray. You know, they, uh, they have a heap load of problems. They've clearly made a change with their general manager and president. Chuck Fletcher out and Danny Briere in, at least under the interim tag. From what we understand, they will have uh, two people in those positions rather than one person occupying both jobs president and GM um, there could be changes on the horizon for the Flyers you know a few of their standout players like Atkinson and Couturier Ellis have been unavailable all season so you take that in into account but the Flyers are you know they really didn't do anything at the deadline might they be in the offseason moving on from players and it, it is a weird situation in Philadelphia then you got the always entertaining John Tortorella so um, and they, uh, the Knights, you know, the, the, it is a rough slog here. And the five-game trip, crossing time zone, zigzagging, you know, it's not just the Philadelphia game, Ryan, when you think about it. It's not just that game at the end of the trip and then everything's okay after that. Then they come back to Vegas and play Calgary. Yeah. You know, and, and you think about it, you just look at the standings and you see what Calgary's done lately and you figure the Knights should win that one too. But with all the zigzagging across North America, how do the Knights handle it here? Um, you know, and playing smart. I'll go back to what Brett Howden said on the pregame show. The team that is more mentally tough will have the advantage. That doesn't guarantee a win, but will have the advantage. Now, Vegas had that advantage today. Can they keep it? Can they be mentally tough against the Flyers? Can they be mentally tough against Calgary? So it's uh, it, it, though it is a five-game trip, it, it'll really kind of feel like a six-game trip sure. when they get back to play the Flames on uh, uh, Thursday. All right, great stuff as always, Dan. Thanks for jumping on here and breaking this one down. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thanks, Ryan. Welcome back. Good night. Thank you, Dan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 5-3 victory 
for the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas improves to 41, 20, and 6. 88 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights, now tops in the Pacific Division and the Western Conference. And really, a three-game stretch for Vegas that, that just simply was fantastic. Now, uh, you get that big win in Tampa. You get uh, a nice shutout performance against the Carolina Hurricanes and here a 5-3 victory over the St. Louis Blues. The Golden Knights doing what they need to do, putting points in the bank. That's what you like to see from the Vegas Golden Knights and doing it in style. Yuri Patera, his first NHL victory, and Pavel Dorofiev, his first career NHL goal. We'll be back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues five to three. Vegas now forty one twenty and six eighty eight points on the year. Tops in the Pacific Division and the Western Conference. Winners of three in a row. They'll finish off this five game road trip on Tuesday at four o'clock against the Philadelphia Flyers. The post game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll get to that in a minute, but first let's go to Bruce Cassidy. They made a nice play, so we dug in and um, worked hard to get the next goal. Uh, happy for Pav. I thought he had a really good game. Um, you know, scores off his head, that's one to remember. But, um, yeah, Petro hitting the empty net, uh, you know, that was nice. But I thought we checked well through the neutral zone while the goalie was out, kept pucks to the outside. and um, So it was good. I, I thought we closed, you know, for playing four and six days, the mental... Um, fatigue you go through and the travel uh, did a good job. What stood out to you about Dorfiev's game? Well, he's on the puck a lot. The first goal, he created turnover with foot speed. I thought on his off lane, he was able to get inside a lot um, to be dangerous there. Uh, went into traffic. It's kind of slippery around the net, right? He's there, but he's not this huge guy, but he finds a way to find pucks. I thought he complimented those guys well because he's also, he also willing to shoot. Um, Sometimes, you know, when, when Marsh was on that line with Carly and Smitty, I think that was a, a good element for that line. Sometimes those guys are looking to make the extra pass. You eventually need someone to shoot. And I think Pav is willing to do that, and he did it tonight. Um, and oftentimes when a guy plays his first game, you're going to defer a lot. Like that two-on-one, I thought was the right decision to shoot. Um, so I was happy for him to, you know, he played well, uh, and he complimented those guys. The whole line was good. I mean, Carly was excellent. Smitty was on pucks. Uh, it was a real good line, our best line. Kind of on a, a similar note, it's unfortunate the injuries you've had in the goaltending department, but cool to see a guy like Yuri Patera, who you may not have thought at the beginning of the season would factor in like this to get a win in his debut. Well, there was a lot of other guys in Nets I was watching at training camp besides Yuri. I'm not going to lie to you, trying to figure out our goaltenders, so um, getting to know them. But uh, he's been good in Henderson. The reports are, you know, he's playing hard down there, playing well. He looked very comfortable in there. Uh, battled through some shots in the head and I think a skate issue and um, I, I thought they were all good goals against him. He made some big saves, timely saves, gave us some juice. Another guy that's gone in there and played well for us and uh, probably relied him, on him a little too much there uh, at times in the second for those highlight, you know, high-end saves. 
but at the end of the day, I thought we were better in the third and final. They, they slipped back door in that one goal, and um, you know, there's always going to be a few breakdowns. I thought we were at least cleaner in front of them, um, so we didn't have to tax him too much, and he could you know, have some energy for the end, and, and he did. What do you like about the team's response in the third after St. Louis came back and tied the game? Well, we've you know we've had our third period issues at times this year. Um, we've won a lot of games, we've been in that position a lot, but we just kept playing after that. It was a good goal by them. Um, I don't look at it as a huge you know breakdown after breakdown after breakdown. That's when you get worried. So they made a good play. They can score, uh, but we also know they can give up some goals. So we said let's just stick with it, get back to work. And we did. That's Barbershop Barber fitting in. Uh, excellent. He's been a real good uh, left winger for uh, Jack and, and Marsh. He gets pucks off the wall. He makes small area plays. Be a good forecheck presence for them. He gets to the interior ice, front of the net. He's been a real good ad for us. Um, I know a little bit from him from over the years, and, and he's been as advertised, and a really good fit in the room. He's a real hardworking guy, great, you know, great kid. Uh, we're happy to have him. Thanks for that was head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's game and uh, leading into that post-game injury report brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. A lot of commentary from Bruce Cassidy was complimentary of Pavel Dorofiev, who was in the lineup because Keegan Kolasar was out of the lineup. He's day-to-day with an upper body injury, so Dorofiev comes in and pays immediate dividends for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We'll go all the way back to the first period, and the Golden Knights would open the scoring eight minutes into the game as Pavel Dorofiev made a great play to steal the puck, muscle off two defenders, and find William Carlson alone in front for the opening marker. Puck comes out in front. William Carlson, he scores! Pavel Dorofiev sets up William Carlson. The Knights take a 1-0 lead. William Carlson, his 13th of the year from Pavel Dorofiev and Riley Smith, 8.05 at the first period, made it 1-0 Vegas. The Blues would go to work on the power play later on in the period and tied the game on Jacob Verana's power play goal. At the other end, a centering pass score. Jacob Verana got the dish out in front, and the Blues tie at 1-1. It's a power play goal. 6.34 to go, first period. Third goal of the year for Jacob Verana, the assist of Jordan Cairo and Braden Shen. At 13.26 of the first period, tied the game at one. Again, a power play goal for the St. Louis Blues. So we'd head to the second period, tied at one, and the Golden Knights wasted no time getting the lead back as Jonathan Marchessault fooled Jordan Binnington to give Vegas a 2-1 lead. Marchessault on the right boards. Right point for Trangelo. Former Blues captain sets up Marchessault, closing in, and he scores! Lasers it through off the back of the cage and out so quickly, the fans don't even realize it. Jonathan Marchessault puts Vegas in the lead 2-1, just 30 seconds into the second. 21st goal of the year for Jonathan Marchessault, the assist to Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez, 28 seconds into the second period. Made it 2-1 Vegas. 90 seconds later, the Golden Knights would extend their lead as Michael Amadio scored his 11th goal of the year. Left wing shot, save, rebound, score! Michael Amadio from the right circle extends the Vegas lead. 3-1 Knights, two minutes into the second. Mike Amadio, the goal from Brett Howden and Nick Haig at 2-10 of the second period made it 3-1 Vegas. It felt like the Golden Knights were in control, but they'd relaxed their defensive zone coverage and their puck management, and it allowed the Blues to get back into the game as Jordan Cairo pulled St. Louis to within one. Across the line, here's Buchnevich in the right circle, dropped it up, extra pass, score! Cairo from the left circle. Tic-tac-toe for the Blues. 
And St. Louis closes to within three to two. Jordan Cairo, his 30th goal of the year from Robert Thomas and Pavel Buchnevich, 15-19 in the second period, made it 3-2 Vegas. And in his first career NHL start, Yuri Patera had to come up with our AAA insurance save of the game to keep it a one-goal lead for Vegas. Who will control the puck? Blues get it again down towards the goal. Patera makes a great save. Reaching out on Sammy Blay, challenging him at the top of the crease. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So thanks to that save from Yuri Patera, the Golden Knights would take a one-goal lead into the third period, but the Blues jumped out early as Tyler Pitlick, alone in front of the goal, tied the game. Tyler Pitlick follows up and centered. It careens down to the left for a shot. Score! Tyler Pitlick in front, and the Blues have tied at 3-3. Four minutes into the third period. Tyler Pitlick's fifth goal of the year from Marco Scandella and Nathan Walker. Three minutes, 41 seconds into the third period, tied the game at three. But the Golden Knights would answer back just under two minutes later as Pavel Dorofiev scored his first career NHL goal on a puck that bounced off his head. Knights again cut in towards the goal. Smith with Dorofiev. Carlson stopped. Now a rebound. They score! Pavel Dorofiev had to go off his noggin and into the goal. 4-3 Vegas, number 16, has his first goal in the National Hockey League, and you'll never see a wider smile. Pavel Dorofiev, his first goal of the year, first goal in his career. The assist to William Carlson and Riley Smith, 5-23 of the third period, made it 4-3 Vegas. The Blues would pull Jordan Binnington for the extra attacker late in the game, and Alex Petrangelo would ice it with an empty net goal. Wojnevich deals across to the left, 15 seconds to go. Shen on the high right, they want a shot, an attempt goes wide. Petrangelo picks it up, clears, towards the goal, he scores! 195 feet away, Alex Petrangelo, empty net goal. Vegas leads 5-3. Alex Petrangelo's ninth goal of the year, empty netter, unassisted, 1953 of the third period, made it 5-3 Vegas, and all that was left in this one was the final call. They drop the puck at center, Blues have it, but they'll run out of time. Yuri Patera wins his National Hockey League debut. He makes 30 saves on 33 St. Louis shots. The Golden Knights beat St. Louis 5-3. 5-3 the final score. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues to win their third in a row on this five-game road trip. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu price pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. The final here, Vegas 41-20-6 for 88 points on the year. 
tops in both the Pacific Division and the Western Conference. We'll take a look at kind of how things are shaking out right now for the Golden Knights. But the, 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 the long and the short of it is this team has been fantastic out of the All-Star break. And that's why they're in the position that they're in right now. 12-2-2. Um, and two they've won six out of their last seven games like this is a team right now that is finding different ways to win and that 12-2-2 number is even more exceptional when you factor in that they've done it with essentially five different goaltenders you have Aiden Hill you have Logan Thompson you have Loren Brossois you have Jonathan Quick and now you've got Yuri Patera all of those goaltenders all five of those goaltenders have played in that 12-2-2 stretch for the Vegas Golden Knights. The fact that this team is continuing to get results, the fact that this team is continuing to put points in the bank when they are being forced to go down into their goaltending depth as far as they've had to go over the last three and a half, four weeks is pretty astounding. It really is. And what that shows you is it's a team that's got the mentality you need to have this time of year. You cannot look at who's in or out of the lineup. And, and to be completely honest with you, the Golden Knights have had plenty of time to learn how to deal with that over the course of the last two years. There have been countless stretches where the Golden Knights have not had the lineup that they wanted to have at the beginning of the year or the best lineup available to them within the organization because of injury. You're going through an extended period of time right now without Mark Stone in your lineup. You don't have your number one goaltender and all-star this year in Logan Thompson or Aiden Hill, who started the year up top with you. You don't have Loren Brossois available, though those two skaters, Logan Thompson and Loren Brossois, are at least skating, so it gives you an idea. Maybe they're getting closer. Not sure where on the horizon they are, but getting closer to being back for the Vegas Golden Knights. So what do you do? You go out, you get Jonathan Quick. He's 3-0 and as a starter for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yuri Patera comes in. The first... Vegas Golden Knights goaltender that was drafted by the team to play in an NHL game, and Yuri Patera gets a win. And, and you know, it's really interesting when we talk about depth when it comes to the Golden Knights because there's, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts that this team isn't deep. Organizationally, and I just I look at this win in particular, you're talking about mid-March here. You're talking about a playoff push. You're talking about trying to solidify where you're at within the standings, trying to solidify your playoff hopes and dreams for this season. And you turn to Yuri Patera, who's been phenomenal for the Henderson Silver Knights, and Pavel Dorofiev scores the game-winning goal. This is important hockey. This is meaningful hockey. These games are very, very difficult. And, and listen, I get it. You're going to tell me that the St. Louis Blues, they're, they're out of playoff contention. You're right, they are. They are a team that will not make the playoffs. They are not playing for as much as the Golden Knights are playing for right now. However, St. Louis has pride. This is a team that's not far removed from a Stanley Cup championship, and you have guys playing for jobs next year. So, the fact that you can bring Yuri Patera in, that Pavel Dorofiev can slide into a top six role and be very, very good, it gives you an idea of how deep the Golden Knights are organizationally, up front, on the blue line, and in goal. 
So for the Golden Knights, it's an important two points. It puts them now three points up on the Los Angeles Kings, seven points up on the Seattle Kraken, and eight points up on the Edmonton Oilers for the top spot in the Pacific Division, also sitting three points higher than Dallas for the lead in the West. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. The Golden Knights didn't trail. You jump out to an early lead, and then the Blues push back. It was an interesting first period. The Blues doubling up the Golden Knights in terms of shots on goal, but I thought the Golden Knights had the more dangerous chances in the first. Then Vegas, out of a cannon, scored two goals in the first two minutes of the second period to take a 3-1 lead. However, Vegas puck management, indecision, mistakes creep into the game, and the Blues get themselves back to square early in the third period. And then Pavel Dorofiev to the rescue. He goes hard to the front of the net. A shot bounces off of Jordan Binnington, off of Pavel Dorofiev's visor, and into the back of the net. That's the game winner. Alex Petrangelo ices it with an empty net goal, and the Golden Knights have won three in a row for six out of a possible eight points so far on this five-game road trip. It concludes on Tuesday at 4 o'clock against the Philadelphia Flyers. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Postgame Show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. That's the number, 702-876-1340. We're taking your calls for the next half hour. Open lines right now. On the extended postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. to Now it's three straight wins over Tampa Bay, Carolina, and St. Louis. You've got one more on this five-game road trip against the Philadelphia Flyers. You look at that one, you, you want to pencil in the points right now, but it's not going to be that easy for the Vegas Golden Knights. There's been a lot of travel on this five-game road trip. You have... You know, obviously the cross-country travel, going to Florida, then you go to Tampa, then you go up to Carolina, now you're over to St. Louis. you got to go back across the grain uh, to Philadelphia. But for the Golden Knights, you, you pick up three straight wins. You've got a chance for eight out of a possible ten points on the road. And you look at where they've come from going into the All-Star break in the bye week to what they've done coming out of the All-Star break in the bye week. This team is pushing hard 
for the playoffs. They're pushing hard for another division title, and this is a Golden Knights team that's getting it done in a lot of different ways. What stood out to you tonight? 702-876-1340. I expect wall-to-wall calls. What stood out to you tonight in the Golden Knights 5-3 victory over the St. Louis Blues? 702-876-1340. We've got lines open. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, welcome back, kind sir. Thank you. And hope you're feeling good. And uh, this game could not help but make you feel better. It just is amazing when you're, as you've often lectured us, and you do it correctly, it's an 82-game schlag Mm -hmm. and then some. And if you don't respect that, then if you lose four in a row or win four in a row, you get too high or too low, you are going to pay for it eventually. And that's kind of the way this one went tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think that you know you you're best to take games or or view the season in you know five to ten game segments, five to ten game chunks, and you know it's it's easy to kind of look at you know the tougher stretches over the course of a season and and panic. But you know to to me, I, I think if you're a good team over the course of 82 games, it's going to balance out through injury, through whatever circumstances pop up, travel, all of that playing at home around the holidays, all of those things, you can kind of take them into account. Uh, But, you know, over the course of 82 games, the best teams are going to separate themselves, and the Golden Knights came out of the bye week in the All-Star break, proving that they are a really good team going 12-2-2. Yeah, and I think I've got the answer on how to win on the road. You take 21 hours off, you travel 1,000 miles, you start a guy in goal which has never started a game in his entire NHL career, and then you ask a guy that has never scored a goal to head one in like a soccer player. I think that's the solution right there. Uh, it, it was a solution for a night, and you know what? For the Golden Knights, it's, it's two more points banked and two more points closer to making the playoffs. So uh, you'll take that as on any night you can get them. Yeah, you bet you will. Now, I gave you the six to start the week. Yeah. The next two are on you, my friend. All right, sounds good. I'm, I'm up to the challenge. I think the Golden Knights will be too. Thanks, Mike, for the call. Uh, you wanted six points on the road trip. And, and, you know, to be fair, the Golden Knights were one play away from probably getting a point out of Florida. So, you know, it's missed opportunity for sure. But six points, when you factor in it's Tampa and Carolina, uh, I'll take that all day long. Six out of, out of ten already. You're already over 500 points percentage. Um, that's the goal on the road. But you know what? You finish up against the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't think the Golden Knights will be looking past Philadelphia, or at least they shouldn't be. So you want to put together another 60 minutes. You want to put together another strong game. And you want to get another two points banked if you're, if you're the Vegas Golden Knights looking at that one. 702-876-1340. That's the number. What stood out most to you tonight from the Golden Knights 5-3 victory over the St. Louis Blues? Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. Well, we're glad to have you back. I uh, hope you're feeling better. hope everybody out at Homestead is feeling better or on the mend. Um, Chapman did a great job yesterday. You left us in good hands. Awesome. Good to hear. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. Is anybody else a little bit disappointed that Pavel Dorfiev headbutting a puck in for a goal didn't get us a Bennington breakdown? <laughs> um, I I am, but it was a one goal game. Like if that goal would have happened to make it four to one or five to one, then I think the chances were pretty good 
that Jordan Bennington would have wanted to fight somebody, but uh, the fact of the matter is because it was a close game, because theoretically the Blues were right there, I, I think Jordan Bennington might have uh, shown that he's grown a little bit over the course of this season uh, in not losing his temper. Now, when you say wanted to fight someone, do you mean wanted to fight someone or wanted to pretend like you wanted to fight someone? Oh, you know where I stand on this. <laughs> you know where I stand on this. We, 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 we can leave it unsaid, but everybody that, that follows along here and knows me knows what I think of Jordan Bennington, his antics, and whether or not he actually wants to fight in the National Hockey League. Yes. So, jokes aside, of course, um, I, I just can't resist taking a shot at, at <laughs> St. Louis. Um, just a great showing. Um, Next Man Up has been employed many times this season, and mm. it fired today. Here, Tara had a great game, um, made some really amazing saves. Might not be the best stat night of his life, led in three goals, but, I mean, made some just amazing saves, especially um, earlier in the game. Like, he kept a minute, he did his job, and I'm so glad that he was rewarded and got, got the win. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, for Yuri Patera, I, I think the only stat, honestly, that he cares about, the only one that, that's going to matter to him when he looks back on this game in particular, I made my NHL debut and I'm one for one, right? I got yep. the win. That's all that matters. And, and to be fair, like, that's two points that, that bring the Golden Knights closer to where they want to be at the end of the year. You're talking about a team right now that's got 88 points. You've, you've got a lot of runway left. Uh, playoff cut lines projecting somewhere around 94, 95, 96 points. The Golden Knights are really in good shape, and they've done it by going through some absolute buzzsaws in, in, in their schedule. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you just had games beat Tampa, beat Carolina. Mm -hmm. St. Louis, I feel like St. Louis is a game, a team that I don't know necessarily if we struggle against, but it always feels like when we play St. Louis, it's going to be a game. Like, mm -hmm. if there's going to be pushed and pulled from both sides. So, you know, whether or not they're a, you know, playoff team right now, they're a team that plays, stands up and plays whoever they're playing. So, you know, just all on this road trip, right, you dropped one to Florida by one goal, right? Mm -hmm. That's the worst showing they've had is losing one game by one goal. It's a great road trip so far. Hopefully yeah. enjoy the day off tomorrow or, you know, if they have practice, whatever it is. Take the time off from the game tomorrow, come back ready, go against the Flyers, and, you know, come home with, with happy happy points. Yeah, you're, you're right on the money there, Stephanie. Thank you for the call. I think for the Golden Knights, really, uh, you got to use tomorrow to kind of re, re, uh, refuel, re-energize, I, I guess would be, you know, the way to say it. This is a back-to-back -back situation. This was arguably three and four nights the toughest part of this five game road trip um and you got to find a way to finish strong like that that's going to be key right now is you know you got six out of ten like that's perfectly fine you're, you're good there but why not make it eight like why not go into philadelphia why not defeat that team and come back with eight out of ten points on this road trip and really make a statement in the pacific division and the Western Conference. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephen. Hey, Stephen, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ryan. How about yourself? Oh, I'm good. All right, so you asked the question of what really stood out most in this game, mm -hmm. and I just got to say this. The, what stood out was the Henderson Silver Knight guys. 
coming in and being clutch for us. Because for Yuri, I feel like the defense tonight didn't have the ideal game that he would have liked to have had from them. But he played probably as well as he could have played in the situation that he was in. First start in the National Hockey League going against the Blues team that, uh, to your point earlier, has pride and is playing for jobs. They they brought their A game, I feel like, and Yuri was up for the challenge. So kudos to him. He stood out for me a lot. And then Pavel Dorofiev, I mean, what more can you say? He gets a, the game-winning goal, his first NHL goal, <laughs> in a great fashion, too. So the Silver Knights, guys, they, they get the kudos from me tonight for sure. I'm right there with you, Stephen. I thought Yuri Patera was really good for Vegas. I'd agree with your assessment in that I think there were moments, pockets in the game, where the Golden Knights just didn't defend well enough in front of Patera, um, allowed some rush chances against. You really don't want to do that to your your rookie goaltender making his debut, but I, I thought he handled that incredibly well and made some big saves for the Golden Knights. And then from there, Pavel Dorofiev was making plays happen every single time he was on yeah. the ice. And that's all you can ask for from a player that's being inserted into your top six because you've got an injury down the lineup. He did everything he needed to do to help that line continue to go. And, you know, I, I loved his game too. Yeah, he looks like he was NHL right with the way he played. And we've seen him play in a couple games, uh, both last year and this year. And from what I've also seen Don Henderson, he's definitely a kid that looks like he's ready to make that next step. So I'm curious to see how uh, the roster will shake out when it comes to next season if he's got a chance to make the team like, like Paul Cotter did this year. Mm-hmm. But if I had put a bet on it, I think he's going to be on the Golden Knights next year as a permanent member moving forward because especially with how he played tonight, he looks NHL ready. I'm excited for him. Yeah, great stuff, Stephen. Thanks for the call. Um, I, I don't disagree based on tonight's game. Now, what we've seen out of Paul Cotter, and, and really this is kind of the thing that we look at when it, whenever we, we start talking about young players, is for a game, the talents that they have, the skill sets that they have, the reason that they are as high level as they are can come through. They can shine in a game. To become a permanent NHL player, you've got to be able to do it night in and night out. I'm not sitting here saying Dora Fiev can't do that. I think that one of the things that sets him apart to me and Bruce Cassidy touched on it after the game, the guy shoots the puck. Like, as much as you want to defer, and, and as, as likely as that usually is when you're going in and playing with guys as accomplished as William Carlson and Riley Smith, you're going to defer. Durafeyev didn't. He, he just threw pucks on net. He was in good spots. He, he had nice chances. And that's the type of mentality I'd like to see a little bit more in the lineup. So I think you're right on the money there, Stephen. Pavel Dorofiev is somebody that I think is going to be knocking on the door. It's all about building consistency, and we'll see how long Keegan Kolasar is out of the lineup. We'll see how much runway Pavel Dorofiev is going to get over the next week or so. But any meaningful hockey you can get some of those young guys to play right now is a, 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 a step in the right direction for them come next year, next training camp, and trying to make this Golden Knights team better and deeper. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. 
Hey, extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3, the final. Vegas 41, 20-6, and 6, 88 points on the year tops in the Pacific Division and the Western Conference. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Michael. Hey, Michael, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing today? Oh, I'm good. So, I, we've been playing really good hockey since the All-Star break. We've lost, what, three games? Um... Well, what were we out there doing, play, playing hockey or soccer with that header into the goal? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair to Pavel Dorofiev, uh, oh, okay, that was all that for a joke, huh? Well done. Good job, Michael. Like, I applaud that. I really do. I really do. Like, you, ca- you call in, you commit to the bit, you go for it, you, you get your joke out there, and then you just uh, you just hang up. That's perfectly fine. Well done. Fair play. Michael, um, to to be fair, as as I was saying to Pavel Dorfiev, um, he didn't actually head it in. Uh, it, it bounced off his head. Like I think if you were to propel the puck in that moment, maybe then it becomes an issue uh, where you you have the goal disallowed. I like the restraint from Pavel Dorfiev to not try to propel the puck forward with his head, but to just allow it to hit his head and go into the net. Uh, that's the story of your first career NHL goal. Fortunately for Pavel Dorofiev, it was a game winner, so you, uh, you can kind of relax the standards with which you tell that story as time goes on. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Peter. Hey, Peter, any one-liners for me? Uh, I don't, Ryan, but okay. uh, you, know, you know how we say a win is a win? Yep. Uh, a goal is a goal. Yes. And as long as they don't kick it in with their skate, I don't care. Get this thing in the net, man. That's, that's my one-liner, and I'm not going to hang up. All right, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your question was what stands out. So something stands out about tonight and against Kane. Uh, there are certain games where we win, and when, we, when we're on the radio, we go, a win is a win. Like, we kind of know maybe they didn't play as well, or sometimes, sometimes you know, the shots and goal are just way lopsided against us, but mm-hmm. somehow we still win. And that's cool, and we say a win is a win. These two games, we beat them. Yeah, we beat the we beat the Blues tonight, and mm-hmm. we beat the Canes, who are the correct me if I'm wrong, the number two, they have the second best record in the whole league or something. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, and, and we beat them. So, so going forward, I you know what we we got to win some games, just win. However, but we got to we got to beat we got to beat the guys sometimes too. And if we do that. I think I think we're good for the playoffs. I really do. Yeah, uh, think, you know, to, to to go far. What, yeah. what do you think about that? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think right now, like over the course of eighty-two games, you, you your main objective is to bank points to get to the playoffs. Now, yeah. you want to be playing better. You want to get to your game. You want to try to hone in on a sixty-minute effort most nights. But when you factor in travel, when you factor in uh, the injuries, the Golden Knights have kind of been dealing with. Um, you'll take you'll take a, a situation where even if you don't play particularly well, you're putting points in the bank. Now, yeah, I think the yeah. Golden Knights have had more nights where they've played well than, than where they've just kind of dug deep and found a way to win. But all of those things are important and necessary as you get closer and closer to the playoffs. So um, the more this team wins, the better they feel and the healthier they get, I think the closer they'll be to a full 60-minute game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one other thing stands out. Um, I'm a big fan of William Carlson. 
And I've noticed, you know, he hasn't scored in a bit. And, and when he, they don't score, like, we don't hear about them in the media. You know, I don't read his name as much in the paper mm. or his name just kind of doesn't come up. So for him to get a couple goals here, I think that's great for him. And, uh, you know, I don't think he's never n- not been a vital part of the team, but it, it was really nice to see him, you know, score. Right, uh, that, right that, there. That stood up. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Peter, and thank you for the call. I thought William Carlson was the best Vegas Golden Knight on the ice tonight, and I don't know that it was particularly close. He kills plays. He's so, so good on the defensive side of the puck, and now he's really driving offense. Now, Carlson, Dorofiev, Riley Smith, when Carlson's starting to feel the game offensively, there's so much more that's unlocked with him. Uh, But I I keep going back to something Bruce Cassidy said. William Carlson's game doesn't change. When the puck's going in versus when the puck isn't going in, there's there's no cheating. It's honest hockey, and he's always on the right side of the puck. Though you need players like that to win in the playoffs, and I'm just I'm glad, like you are, Peter, that he's starting to get rewarded, and the puck's going in for him right now. We're back with more on the extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wrapping it up here, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the St. Louis Blues 5-3, the final score. Vegas, six out of a possible eight points through four games on this five-game road trip. Finishes up on Tuesday at 4 o'clock against the Philadelphia Flyers before you come home and take on the Calgary Flames on Thursday night for the golden knights it's been a successful run coming out of the break the the all-star break the bye week 12 2 and 2 and it solidified the golden knights in terms of their hopes to get back to the playoffs after missing for the first time in franchise history last season vegas 41 20 and 6 88 points on the year are looking to add to that total and hit 90 points on tuesday against philadelphia that's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez-Gonzalez down here, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post game show. It's not as much fun without your calls, your thoughts, your input. Until Tuesday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the Extended Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.